What's up, Stay Paid listeners? Luke and Josh here, and we want to hear from you. Yeah, so Josh and I created this podcast really to deliver the best actionable advice to help you scale your business. So we want to make sure we're on track. We want to hear from you. We want to hear is the content what you're looking for or the topics that you want us to cover? Are there guests that you want us to have on? Yep, so you can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com slash survey. Again, that's staypaidpodcast.com slash survey to let us know your thoughts. See you on the other side of the intro. From Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid, the best sales and marketing tips of your week in 15 minutes or less, or 20 or 22. Depends on how this one goes. <laughs> it's a very, it's a moving target. It is. It's a moving target. Today, we're going to be talking about something I don't think we've covered before. And actually, our yeah. copywriter, Gabrielle, pointed this out. She was reading an article on social selling on Inman. I was like, hey, I want to kind of learn more about that. It'd be yeah. cool if you guys can do a podcast on that. So here we are. Social selling is just one of the many sales tools that we have in our toolbox in the digital age. But does it work? Well, according to a study from, from, <laughs> from, from that's like Bugs Bunny. <laughs> according to a study from sales, this is what we get for doing warm ups yeah, out of the podcast. We got my lips are all tongue tied now, <laughs> lip tied. Anyway, this study comes from Sales for Life. Here's what they say the average ROI is $5 for every $1 invested in social selling. Those who use social selling find on average 45% more opportunities Jeez. than those who don't. According to another study done by eMarketer, the top three benefits of using social selling tools were reduced amount of research time on the prospect, increased number of leads, and ultimately, and most importantly, a deeper relationship with clients. I think that's really what we're talking about when we talk about social selling, like the idea of selling using, so social selling isn't, you know, your social media content. It's not what you're posting necessarily on your social media. This is the idea of being a salesperson attempting to engage with somebody that you want to work with, but using social media as a tool the to ultimately contact. get them on a call or get yes. a meeting with them, right? Taking that offline. Yeah, best social media platform for this probably is LinkedIn. Hmm. Um, from what we see now, our VP of financial services. So he does all our business development, connecting us with like part of what he tries to sell is he tries to find the the head marketers at these firms that we're targeting. He tries to find the VPs of sales, connect with them up on social and use social as a way to engage. Yeah. He's had a ton of success doing this. It's also great because it, it connects the dot, puts a face to the name before you get there. One of my pet peeves when it comes to social selling. Yeah. <laughs> is the problem is so many people are doing it now mm-hmm. and they don't realize that in order to social sell, you first have to have the social part, <laughs> not just the sale part. And so what happens is they friend you on social, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and they wait in their mind eternity, three hours, one day, and then they're giving you their pitch. They're yeah. giving you their email from a social standpoint. Instead of what I try to encourage people to do is like, if I want to get, connected to somebody from a social selling standpoint, I'm going to friend them. I'm going to like their stuff. I'm going to engage with their stuff. Give it a couple weeks of that. Let them see my feed or my face pop up in their feed because guess what? I'm on their notifications every other day. And then I'll go in for a non-ask 
and just, hey, really love your stuff. And then I'll go in for an ask. And then guess what? It, they see, think about this in the history of the um, messages. If you go in, you compliment somebody and you wait three weeks, then you go in with an ask. Guess what they're also seeing above? Yeah. They're seeing your compliment. They're yeah. seeing that you've engaged with them before. Jimmy Coleman, uh, we did a whole episode with him on LinkedIn, right? Which is kind of what you're talking about. He he walks through LinkedIn. One of the best, I think, we've heard in terms of tangible tips. Yeah for uh using linkedin but he said something very similar so whenever they would connect with somebody he goes what what happens right away for most salespeople, you get a message right away asking for something or spouting off how many clients they've worked with whereas what their company does is they'll do they'll do the um the connection they'll do the likes yeah and then they'll do the comics so you're popping up the notifications then they'll go one step further and endorse that person for a skill which automatically brings up the ability to say thanks now you've got your prospects actually starting a conversation with you. That's brilliant. And they'll go through and do that for 50 to 70 people a day. And then they even talked about doing voice uh, voice messages or video messages, which still is not happening. I'm not seeing a ton of voice messages or video messages in yeah. LinkedIn, which is interesting because after he said it, oh, maybe this is something that all yeah. marketers are going to or all salespeople yeah. are going to get a hands on right away. I don't and I'm see still not ton. seeing a ton of that. No, it's, I think it's because salespeople are ultimately they want to be as efficient as possible and sometimes they're lazy and so they're copying and pasting their messages. The other thing is that people have got to understand about social selling is in today's world, you have no excuse for not trying to find something personal, not trying to connect on a relational level before you go in. So many people are like, Luke, stumbled across your profile here. See that you love marketing and I'm trying to expand my network. I mean, it's not very hard to go Hey, I checked out and I saw you have a great podcast. I really enjoyed this episode. Like, it's not hard and it makes all the difference. One message I'm going to ignore, the other message I'm going to pay attention to because it's actually something personal in my world. And social selling, they're telling you, I forget who it was that we interviewed, but these people are telling you what they're doing in their lives on their social. Use that to your advantage. I had Look the, at what they post. I had the best experience with someone social selling me uh, and if you're listening, because you might listen to the podcast still, his name was, uh, I think it was Cliff. He sent me a dad joke and he goes, love the dad jokes on the podcast. Here's a couple. And I'm like, oh man, those are great. And then he comes in with what he he's offering. Now, I didn't happen to need yeah. what he was offering, but I was like, man, that was an amazing but thing. You read it. I thought he was a fan of the podcast. Immediately connect. I immediately respond back. And ultimately that's where that conversation could happen for the right prospect. I would also have told him he could have done one better and left that goodwill, come back again, commented on another episode, commented on another two or three. He would have solidified him as being a fan of yours and then gone, Josh, I was thinking, man, I've been listening to a lot of your podcasts, really loving what you and Luke are doing. And I was wondering, can I boom and then present his value? Yeah. Then he's way more human. There's <clears throat> actually some legitimacy to what he's doing. But, you know, that takes time. That's why people yeah. don't like social selling. Our own sales reps, like I have to try to convince them to social because sell of the time, yeah. because of the time it takes. And social selling doesn't work for low end transactions, meaning if you're selling something that's hundred bucks or less, 200 bucks or less. It's hard to dedicate that amount of time because you lose return on investment or margin. But the bigger deals that you're doing, oh, it's a no brainer. Yeah. I think jumping back to what you're talking about when you said, pay attention to what your prospects or the people that you're attempting to sell uh, are doing online. One thing that uh, tip that we've given before is you can make a friends list yes. in Facebook. 
So if you go into uh, Facebook friends list and you start adding people to uh, a custom list, now you've got a custom news feed yes. of just their posts. And it's a great way to keep an eye on what's important to people because they are posting what they want other people to see. So mm -hmm. they're basically saying, please pay attention to what I'm doing and let me know that you saw and liked it. And that's a great way to keep track of those. You can do similar lists in Twitter. Yeah. Also, so you can create custom Twitter lists uh, for people that you're following. Too. You know who's incredible at the engaging is Andy Dane Carter. Mm. Um, you guys should check him out. We had him on the podcast. But one of the things that I really, really was impressed by him early in the time of getting to know him when we first met him, he engages with so <clears throat> many people on social and he comments. Well, he said uh, in an interview that he spends an hour in the morning and an hour in the evening dedicated yeah. just to that. And you know, like this is not a knock by any means. Like he's gotten to the point where... I know his engagement isn't like super personal, like whether it's the thumbs up, the hands up, the fire emoji, stuff like that. But I still appreciate him commenting on my stuff. Like you got to realize like someone You're still saying putting, his name on this podcast yeah, instead of someone who's not doing it. Exactly. And the, the fact is like people appreciate you engaging with them. And so I think we just have to realize that the social selling aspect, so much of it is being the person who's engaging in a conversation. The other tip that I've seen work insanely well with social selling is being the connector, mm. being the person. And LinkedIn <clears throat> literally has a piece for this where you can literally be, see who you're connected to and get someone to introduce you yeah. uh, to somebody. But if you can connect people, I think it was Matt Johnson. One of the things he does on his podcast is he just asks people like, who end, can yeah. I connect you with? Yeah. Being a great connector is an incredible way to close deals. Keith Wilson, early, early on, we had him on the podcast, right? Back in the first year of the podcast, he's our insurance agent. Mm -hmm. How he got to me and how he stays with me in top of my mind so much is he connects me to so many people. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all, I think that there is um, another idea there for social selling. You mentioned connections just triggered in my mind. It's also uh, getting referrals mm -hmm. from your existing database, right? So if you're, if you are posting regular content and then this goes back to the kind of content and what you're delivering, like you want to lead with service, not selling, right? Uh, you want to give more than you receive. You want to mm -hmm. post relevant stuff. You want to send them relevant stuff. Uh, but whenever talking with your clients, the connection line, right? Is there anybody who you could introduce me to yep. that may need my services? Thank you so much for being a client. Assuming that you put all of the groundwork into the relationship and that already yep. exists, it's that simple reminder that, hey, I'm not asking you for business. I'm not even asking you for a quote unquote referral. Yep. This was, um, was this Barbetts who gave this remember. tip. Yeah. Uh, but basically like saying like, is there anyone that you could connect me with or yeah. introduce me to? Because a referral does not happen until an introduction is made. That's another <laughs> opportunity beyond just prospecting. Think of how easy it is to tag somebody, right? So if you're on LinkedIn and you see someone put out some content and you go, wow, that was really valuable go and tag one of your friends that you think it would be valuable for. Because if you're working, like say you're working me to sell me and you go, you watch one of my podcast clips, then you could easily go tag Josh. Josh, here's the video clip I wanted you to watch. This is awesome. Luke does a great job. I'm seeing your name complimenting me, getting someone else to watch my stuff. Now I'm so much more apt to being like, oh, well, what does uh, what does this guy do for a living? <laughs> Social selling. <laughs> I wanted to find something that would be um, very tangible that people could do. And if if anyone's ever heard of the Dream 100, so kind of how to, well, 
I mean, maybe maybe you don't have the time to spend on LinkedIn, or maybe that's not what you want to focus on. If you've uh, ever heard of the the book, The Ultimate Selling Machine, it was written by Chet Holmes, and I heard about this through Russell Brunson, but talks about the Dream 100. The idea of the Dream 100 is to take 100 people that if you were able to work with and were able to do business with you, your business would skyrocket. Mm-hmm. So this isn't just clients. This could be other influencers maybe that you want to work with. This could be business partners that you want a connection with or that you want to do business with in order maybe to share lists or to get referrals from. Um, choosing those 100 people. And then the really cool tip here was to basically either create another Instagram account or clear your Instagram account from everybody except for those 100 people. Focus on just following those 100 people. Learn what they like. Learn what they post about. Learn what circles they That's go incredible. to. Learn what clubhouse rooms they jump in. Learn what email newsletters they they send out. Learn everything you can about them. Get into their world and then start connecting with them. Do exactly what you're saying. You're liking every post. You're commenting on every post. Yep. You've got your post alerts turned on. So every time they post something. You do something. Yep. You can set that up. And ultimately, it kind of gives you, now it takes a little bit of time to kind of build out the list. You have to think about it. Once you've got that list built now, you've got to focus on those people that you want to do business yeah. with. Now, that's an incredible tip. Here's Dakota. Oh, She's Dakota on our Dream 100 on list. Yes. <laughs> you got to check out the video, Reminder Media, or YouTube.com slash Reminder Media. Yeah, if you're not watching the video, you're missing out. You don't get mascot. to see cute dogs. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this week's episode to support the show. We would love it if you take a minute to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave a review along with a five-star rating just to let us know how we're doing. And the best way is to tell about, tell a friend about the podcast, right? Maybe you're doing a little social selling and you want to say, hey, I got this great (laughs) podcast that I want to recommend. Maybe you want them to see such a cute dog on the show. She's so happy. Her tail's wagging. I know. I know. I don't know if you guys can hear that banging up against my shoe. <laughs> so I know this is a timely, um, this is a timely, uh, this is timely. I know a lot of people, are, we, we're talking about getting vaccinated before the show. You know, I know, oh, yeah, I know a lot of people are getting vaccinated right now. And I would never make a joke about getting vaccinated or not getting vaccinated, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> don't give it a shot. <laughs> Waiting to see if Ariel... Oh man. You get it. Sometimes they're just not as funny as like warranting a Ouch. All right. If you want to get older me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course you can follow us on social media. Yes. We are at You can try to social sell us. You can social sell us all you want. At Stay Paid Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you do a real good job of social selling us, hey, maybe we'll use you as an example in a future episode. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acree, and your action item is, is if you're not adding social selling to your arsenal of sales tools, you should. And a real easy thing for all of you to take advantage of is do that Dream 100. And if you can't do 100, just do top 10. Who are the top 10 people that you really think would make a difference in your business, in your life? Go and follow them, start engaging with them, like their stuff, start really, really tracking them. That's something easy that you can do that not only will inspire you, but ultimately connect you to the people that can really have the most effect on your business. Remember this, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 